Welcome back to the Cherry Picking Fantasy Hockey Podcast. Today, second episode, breaking down the contest of the week. Uh, first one went good, Drew. How are we feeling about our picks? Hopefully, yeah. the people who trailed us are in the running uh, to win our contest of the week last week. Uh, but look, hey, I think our, our picks hit. I mean, the yeah. line stack, the flames, the flames the flames line stack was a big Blues. hit. The Blues. And the Hurricanes. Yes, and the Hurricanes. So hopefully you trailed us. We're going to look to keep that magic going here in the second uh our second episode here so we're going to be breaking down like always uh forwards first defense goalies and then line stacks yep favorite line stacks uh, but first right make sure you sign up for owner's box uh enter a contest so this contest a week will be running will be starting this saturday so november 6th uh the one from last week is ending on the 5th uh so on make friday. sure you yep yeah, on the friday so make sure you write seven days owner's box weekly fantasy go to ownersbox.com sign up use promo code nhl10 will get you a free ten dollar entry to this contest Awesome. Yeah, um, we, all right, let's let's break it down. Let's break so, down the forwards here. First of all, I want to start with the teams that have four game ops and teams that have two mm-hmm. game ops. Just so you know, you need to fill 16 four game ops, 10 on D, and four at goalie. Um, so the teams that have four game ops are the Flames, Red Wings, Wild, Leafs, Knights, and Capitals. The teams that have two, the Hurricanes, the Avalanche, the Blue Jackets, the Stars, the Rangers, and the Senators. And so those teams that have two game ops, mm-hmm. pretty tough to get them into your lineup, unless you use some teams, players from those four game op teams a lot. Also, Tampa Bay has one game this week between Saturday and Friday. Yeah, probably won't be used at all for yeah. any lineups. It looks like you might have to avoid the Tampa Bay Lightning as a whole. Uh, yeah, let's get into the forward. So who did you have as like a must start forward from the this slate? I so the my highest. Uh, I guess price player that I really like this week with four games, which I think is crucial to have a base, is Kirill Kaprizov. Okay. Uh, Obviously, you got the monkey off the back, uh, getting his first goal. I think that this kid's a stud, and he deserves to. I think that he's going to break out here and have a little uh, sort of breakout stint here for a little bit. And four games, Pittsburgh. I like that matchup. Islanders, I obviously don't like it. But then at Arizona and at Vegas, who's a very uh, injured team right now, who we saw what the Leafs did to them. Uh, they absolutely killed them. Uh, so I think Kirill, the thrill, is a great base. Yeah, I think especially if you do a line stack that has three games each, gets you to nine, you're going to probably have one more player with three, and then you need that four-game player, right? Mm-hmm. I think Kaprasov is a great option there. Yeah, um, another guy that I really liked, I guess, that were a little bit high up. I think JT Miller is extremely underpriced at 6400 a game. Um, looking at some guys around him, like JT Miller is a guy who fills categories, and you look at blocks, he'll do it. Uh, he shoots the puck a ton. He plays on PP1. I think JT Miller is also a great option this week. He only has three games, but I do think at that 6400 if you're going to do that Vancouver stack, make sure you have JT Miller in your lineup. Yeah. Great choice. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have anyone else you want to talk about? I guess my deep guys, I guess I could just spitball them here. Jonathan Dalene, I still like the value at 4400 a game. I think that he had COVID last week, which we had him, we picked him. Um, but obviously, but, you know, like we said, on owner's box, you get swaps if they go red status. So hopefully you took advantage of that, swapped them out for someone else. Yep. I like him again this week. I think that he's getting line one. He's getting PP1. Uh, the minutes are around 15, 16. But hey, I don't need a 20-minute guy who's getting... I'm paying him 4400 a game. Yep. Get me uh, maybe a point and 
maybe three points for the week. I'll take that. Uh, another guy I like is Yanni Gord. He's had a okay. great start coming back to the Kraken. He's 5,000 a game. Uh, I do really think that he's getting like 21 minutes a game right now mm-hmm. with the Kraken. Uh, I think it's off to a hard start. With, and uh, you know McCann how big out. I was. McCann is out. So oh, is he out? Yeah, he's been I out all week. That. So that's why Gordon's getting a lot more opportunity. And with Darlene, of course, opportunity matters a ton. And yes. with the amount of um, high-quality minutes he's getting mm-hmm. per salary dollar there, it's a great play. Um, I'm going to get into my guys here. So first... The glaringly undervalued player that I think you should definitely get into your lineup is Ryan Nugent Hopkins. Mm-hmm. Only 6,300 a game. I'm going to go take a look and see who else is kind of comparable there at 6,300 a game. It's not it's not great. Yeah, he's off to a, he's off to a great start. And that contract is looking better day by day. It is. Uh, but, I mean, look, this guy's a playmaking machine right now. Uh, right now, like Travis Konechny, even his teammate Jesse Pugliarvi are more expensive. Um, Joel Farabee, I mm-hmm. think. I mean, Ryan Nugent Hopkins plays with Drysaddle 5 on 5, with McDavid and Drysaddle on that lethal power play. Already 14 assists on the year. Not really going to hurt you in plus minus the way the Oilers are rolling right now. I think he's a smash play. Also, Pierre Luc Dubois mm-hmm. at 6,600 a game with a lot of opportunity right now in Winnipeg. I like that play. And then I really like Troy Terry and Ryan Getzlaf. Mm-hmm. Troy Terry is only 13,800 for 4,600 a game, and Getzlaf is only 4,000 a game for 12,000 total. They also have great matchups this week a game in Seattle, a game in Vancouver. St. Louis, a bit of a tough matchup, but with their low salary, mm-hmm. like, I think they're great plays if you need um, some low cost options if you go for those top guys. Yeah, I I do like that Anaheim. I think Getzloff is is underpriced at a uh, four thousand game. He's been really hot his last three games. And also, he's logging a lot of minutes. Yeah, Troy Terry with seven points in the last six games. I mean, I mean, I start pardon me, six points in the last five games. That's still like incredible. Like, and he's such a low price. He's getting first line, first power play. Same with Getzloff. So, yeah, I would get those guys into your lineup. Um, and if you need, let's say you do a. Three game up line stack. Mm-hmm. A guy that I like at four four game ops is Riley Smith, five thousand a game. Mm-hmm. Um, the Vegas has good matchups on their Eastern Canadian tour. They're gonna play the Senators. They're gonna play the Canadians. I like him as a four game op, especially with Stone out. He's getting a lot of minutes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. So those are the forwards that we like. Uh, there's a good batch this week, a little more than what we usually do. Uh, let's talk about, a, I guess, just a couple here, players that we think that you should shy away from yeah. uh, in three to four game range uh, that people might be picking up. So, Drew, do you have anyone that comes to mind right away? Um, just a quick correction that Riley Smith already played um, Ottawa, but he has Montreal and Detroit. Those are good matchups. Mm-hmm. So um, any player from Tampa Bay is on my avoid list, like I said earlier. Um, I think DeBrincat at twenty two thousand eight hundred is a bit oh. overpriced, um, yeah. with the way Chicago is kind of struggling here. Mm-hmm. Um, the matchups are pretty good, but I yeah. don't think it's worth seventy six hundred a game. Like I'd rather have Ryan Nugent Hopkins at sixty three hundred. I think he's a bit overpriced. Also, McKinnon only has two games, so unless you go with a four game op stack, I don't really think you can fit him into your lineup. Okay, um, Kopitar was someone that I had sell high in season long. Uh, I don't like I don't love his matchups I mean the Ottawa one's pretty juicy but I mean at Toronto at Montreal I don't love it and plus 8100 a game seems too high that's very steep very high uh, for me other than that uh, I don't really love Winnipeg Jets Ehlers at 7500 a game Uh, they play the Islanders the Blues and the Sharks 
Uh, I like that Sharks game, but the Sharks have been pretty good lately. So I don't know if I trust that in that 7,500 game. I think I'd rather have to bring Cat okay. at, uh, at 7,600 game than Ehlers. That's for sure. Uh, I'll talk about the Blackhawks line stack uh, when we get to line stack. But that could be my line stack. Could be the Jets for my line no stack. No way. Yeah, wow. So. so we're fading each other this week. Okay. Would you look at that. Um, okay, let's go into defense here quick. Um, one guy I really liked as my base. I think with 10 game ops, it's hard to fill. So you got to have mm-hmm. one guy that goes four to fill it, yep. right? So usually go 4 3 3 is ideal. Or 4 4 2. Or 4 4 2. But 4 3 3 is usually the way to go. It's probably on, if we looked on average, that's probably what mostly most people do. That's mm-hmm. what I do. Uh, a good base to start your defense is Shea Theodore. Yeah, uh, four games. They're nice matchups. Fifty eight hundred a game. I don't mind. Uh, Tory Krug is fifty eight hundred a game. Mackenzie Weger is more expensive than Shade Theodore right now. But I mean, Montreal, Detroit, Seattle, and Minnesota. I'll take that as my base. Yeah, absolutely. That's who I had down as my four start D as well. Mm-hmm. Um, love Shea Theodore first power play. I mean, you gotta love that. Um, who do you like for three game op D there? Uh, three game off D. I have Rasmus. I mean, no, Rasmus Anderson is another four, a good base. Uh, I had Adam Larson again. I talked about him last week. He really did come through for his salary. I mean, yeah. he is close Locks. to minimum, and he got he's thirty seven hundred a game right now for three games. I think it's a I think it's a steal. I mean, if he gets you like three or four points a game, he's well worth it at that price. Yeah. Uh, so he got. I think like if we look at his. Uh, who he's what he did last week line three yeah so he put up a six he put up a 10 uh an 11 like i'll I'll take that i'll take that for sure as a defenseman who i'm paying close to minimum for you're gonna get a lot of blocks Mm -hmm. that's the thing and those are pretty valuable with the scoring could throw in a couple assists so yeah i like that for like a near minimum play um some guys here i have at three game ops tory krug 5,800 times three, uh, really good matchups for the Blues again this week. They seem to have pretty mm-hmm. juicy schedule back-to-back weeks here. Also a guy that's kind of been on fire lately um, in Tory Krug. Yep. Also, I like Nate Schmidt. Um, you said you didn't like the Jets matchups. I'm kind of on the Jets this week. I think that he's a really underpriced at 4,400 a game. Mm-hmm. Like He doesn't play the first power play. He plays the second, but they kind of rotate both of them. Like Ehlers is on his power play. <laughs> And um, he plays five on five on, on the first pairing, so a lot of ice time. Forty four hundred, a good two way player, blocks and shots. I like Nate Schmidt, and then one more guy is Charlie McAvoy, mm-hmm. fifty two hundred. Yeah, he's games. really low. He's been had a really tough, uh, yeah, tough start to the season. Mm-hmm. Was um, if you check out Discord, he is my other buy low of the week. An elite defenseman that is just off to a bad start, and his price has gone down. So. If you think he bounces back this week, I mean, at 5,200, it's a great play. Yeah. Okay. I like those picks. Um, all right. Let's go into some avoids for defensemen. Okay. Um, I mean, we talked about Mackenzie Weger a little bit. I think that this range is just not where he should be at 6,000 a game. Uh, I did like him when he was a little underpriced, but I think 6,000, is it's pushing limits here on that yeah. price tag for a guy who's not going to play on the power play. Uh, he's strictly kind of a plus minus play. He's plus ten on the year. Obviously, owner's box is plus two for uh, plus minus and minus two for minus. But look who they play. Like the Rangers are a good team at New Jersey. Yeah, that's a favorable matchup. And then Pittsburgh has been very good. So the matchups are there. But I just don't think that six thousand price tag is hard for a guy that I'm relying on plus minus here. He is a good floor play, but mm-hmm. there is very minimal 
upside offensively, right? Yeah, so, I agree. And you need you need upside to win the contest. You're playing against a couple hundred other people, a couple yeah. thousand other people. You need to be able to differentiate with a guy that has a high upside. I don't really think Mackenzie Weaker has that without the power play, so good point. I agree. Anyone who you're looking at here, who are I, you avoiding? I am avoiding Brent Burns. Okay. Brent I like Burns, 6,800 mm-hmm. a game. Uh, doesn't look great. I mean, he's also averaging less than, like, on a season average, and the guys that are similarly priced to him. Mm-hmm. Um, seems like he's kind of just on the decline in his career. He's not that elite fantasy yeah. guy. He's still decent, but he's priced like an elite guy. So I would probably avoid that. Also, Fox only has two games, and one of them is against Florida. Mm-hmm. With the need to get to 10 game ops, I yeah. don't really think you can play Fox. Okay, so you're not going to use him as a filler? I mean, you'd have to use two, four. Yeah, you could I go don't like, like that. I mean, you could go Anderson's a cheap cost, so you could yes. go Anderson, someone else, and then fill it with Fox, but that's a good decor. That's going to cost you a pretty good chunk. You can go Theodore, Anderson, and Fox. Yeah. That is one option. Yeah. But the Fox also has Florida as one of his matchups, which I don't love. Yeah. Um, and then a guy that I think is overpriced, Colton Pareko, at 5500 yep. a game. Like that. He's more than Charlie McAvoy, so. Yeah, just no no real upside there. I mean, you'll get like, the floor, but, like, why don't you just get Adam Larson at that point? Poor man's Uyghur, but he's almost the same price. Yeah, I agree. So, yeah. Okay, let's shift to goalies here, and I can't believe I'm saying this because I had him as my drop candidate, <laughs> uh, but that is Marc-Andre Fleury. I actually couldn't believe how low we have them priced at 10000 a game. Yeah. Um, but I guess he, he really has been that bad, and that's why he's he's been dropped in a couple season longs. One in six right now, a 3.96 goals against average. I really do like his matchups uh, against Nashville and Arizona. Uh, Arizona is obviously the worst team in the NHL. Nashville, he has a chance to win that. So that's two potential wins here at 10,000 mm-hmm. a game. I think this is a steal. Uh, look, Chicago... Either, but that's a good point. Yeah, Chicago has been... You know, they've been ramping up a little bit. They almost beat Carolina last night. Uh, they put up a good showing. Uh, I really do think I'm going to be targeting Marc-Andre Fleury in a lot of my lineups. I like that a lot. I've got uh, John Gibson here at a similar price, 10100 Um, I believe he's playing the Kraken and the Canucks. And those are two teams mm-hmm. that aren't doing too hot. Yep. Right. I mean, the Ducks aren't great either, but he has a chance to win those games at near minimum price. Also, he's going to get a lot of saves. Yeah, he's like, been great for that. So a good floor, even a loss. I mean, that's not what you're looking for, a goalie. But if you can't, if you don't have the two thousand dollars to pay for the elite goalie mm-hmm. extra, I mean, look uh, John Gibson's way. Yeah, he put up eight on October 29th. He put up 18 points in a loss. <laughs> uh, so that's exactly what John Gibson could do. And at that price tag, I think that it's it's definitely some good value there. It does get peppered with shots. Yes. Also, um, one more is anyone one. else you like? Markstrom, if you want to go yeah. um, big on goalies, has three starts. Rangers, and then, I mean, that's a tough one. But then you get the Sharks and the Canadians. Mm-hmm. So with the goalies being kind of all between that 9,500 and 12,000 range uh, per game. I think at 11,300, he's one of the more expensive guys, but he might be worth it this week mm-hmm. with almost like a better, better than 50% chance at winning those Sharks and Canadians games. I like that. Um, okay, let's go into some goalies that we're avoiding here. Mm-hmm. Um, man, I mean, I don't like, obviously, I'm not even going to count the ones that play uh, one game. Um, I don't think Igor is worth it. That's what I've written down here too. Um, at that price tag, highest 
highest priced goalie on our platform. Just jerking. Uh, but look, he's playing a very hot Flames team, and then he's going against probably the deadliest off- offense in the NHL, the team, other than yeah. the Hurricanes. But yeah, um, top two team in the league in Florida, and then the Flames who are red hot, and he's the most expensive. Like that's exactly yeah. what I've written down. I can't confidently come in here and say he comes out with one win. Yeah, <laughs> so that's that's an issue. So definitely avoid that. But that's an easy. I think that's a Another little bit guy. too uh, too square of a uh, a miss out here. But Spencer so, Knight, why is he priced? He's priced very high. It's that playoff performance last yeah. year. He's still riding that in terms of fantasy perception. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree. He's not a great pick. Yeah, I think Florida Florida goalies maybe give or avoid. Maybe Big Bob, but I just don't know who's getting the start. That's the truth of it with Florida. Yeah, they, you don't really know until you don't. You really don't. Someone's going to get that back-to-back. Someone's going to get one game. It could be Big Bob. It could be Spencer. It really depends on who they decide. But Another guy I have here to avoid, Demko, um, has the avalanche on deck. Ooh. He's been struggling. Yeah, and Dallas. And Dallas. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I probably avoid Thatcher Demko, who unfortunately is was one of our favorites coming into the year. He's just he not pulling through. Yeah, I think that team in general just needs to figure out how to play as a team. Yeah. But okay, so those are our goalies. Do you feel confident with those? Yeah. Okay. Uh, line stacks, obviously, probably the most important part of this episode. That's the thing you need to do in order to win the contest. Yes. Um, hitting a good line stack could make a huge difference in winning the total prize. One even strength goal that has three players in your lineup is twenty-seven points. Yeah. Um, so last week I liked the Flyers. I liked the Flames. I'm going back with the Flyers. Oh, wow. This week, who you got? I think Couturier. Uh, Claude Giroux, there's just so, they're they're very good value. There's there's really is a like a lot of value here. They're Couturier not is an extremely good value. So and these guys have been great all year, and that line's been producing. Uh, I like their matchups. I think that that Toronto game's gonna be high scoring. I think that Washington game's gonna be high scoring. Yep. Uh, and then like you said on defense, Ellis has been kind of out, but and he's gonna be out. So I would go like Keith Yandel. So Couturier, Giroux, Yandel. Mm-hmm. Okay, would you consider Carter Hart in in terms of? I mean, they are tough matchups. Washington, <sighs> Toronto. I don't think Carolina. I would. No. I wouldn't consider a goalie here just because of the situation. Uh, I don't really trust them getting the win. I'm just banking on high scoring games here. Okay. Um, Do you have a second line? Yes, stack? and I love the stack. And I know you don't like uh, Debrinket, but I think with the value with Flurry, mix that in. Um, put Patrick Kane into ring kit as a line stack this week. I think that Kane is so hot right now. I know Drew doesn't li- likes to sell high, which is fine. Sell high. Which is fine. Uh, you can ride this wave and sell him. Yep. But, hey, I'm going to ride his wave in the owner's box yeah, contest oh, yeah, here. Yeah, definitely. Right? Like he's, he is really hot. And, and if Kane's producing, Debrin Kit's producing. Yep. Hey, see ya. Um, if you can fit Seth Jones, I would. Um, I wouldn't because the... There's but the thing is, though, like, minus. there's a liability of plus minus, but look at their, their matchups. If you're going to do that, like, yeah. this could be the week. Nashville, Pittsburgh, Arizona. Add in that Pittsburgh, have, a lot of their players have COVID. Yeah. So I think at 5,600, Steph Jones actually might be a steal this week. Okay. I um, think I would prefer to go bargain hunting on the Blackhawks in terms of their good schedule. Like, maybe go with, I don't know, like, check the lines and see if, like, Brandon Hagel or, like, Doc is, like, I mean, Doc's currently on the first line, right? Yeah, less you expensive. could go. Yeah, let's see what uh, Kirby's actually priced right now. Forty seven hundred. Forty seven hundred. So, some good value there for sure. But I do think that mixing in a Blackhawks stack is, yeah, is going to be one of my plays this week. Okay, um, I got three here. Um, the first one is the Ducks stack that I kind of mentioned in terms of when I was talking about the best forwards. Uh, 
Terry, Getzlav, and Henrique are the first line. Mm-hmm. They're all incredibly low priced, all under fifteen thousand total. Um, also add in John Gibson, so we can mm-hmm. kind of like a four player stack. Leaves you a lot of salary to spend up at D and in those last two forward spots. If you want to get a guy like Kaprizov yep. or one of the more expensive D. Um, next, I have. I mean, I am an Oilers fan. I'm not really being mm-hmm. being biased, but the value I think on Drysital. Barry and RNH is really good. Like Dry Settles almost two thousand less than McDavid. Yep. Um RNH, I said, is probably the most undervalued player on the platform. And then Barry, I mean he's been kind of bad, but that's why his salary's going down and he's still on that power place with those two guys. So it's kind of like a power play stack with those three. Yep. Dude, would you consider taking Bouchard over Barry or no? I thought about that, but then five on five, Bouchard and Nurse play mostly with the first line. Yeah. And then Barry kind of plays with that dry side line. Mm-hmm. So I like that in terms of an even strength goal, maybe stacking it together. But yeah, Bouchard has been great. Yeah, yeah, it's been good. And then last line stack, I know you're not going to like this one, but it's the Jets. <laughs> even with tough matchups, I think that these three guys, Dubois, um, who I talked about, Schmidt, who I talked about, and then Kyle Connor, who's been really hot. It's been really good. Um, Dubois and Connor on the same line. Schmidt's out there on the first pairing. Doesn't really play the power play, but he's just so low priced. Yeah. I like I like that line stack. Okay. All right. So those are our players. Um, if you want a full list, we'll, you will tweet it out from the Cherry Picking account. Uh, yeah. Some of our picks uh, before the Saturday contest. Uh, make sure you head to ownersbox.com. Enter the contest of the week. Use code NHL10. We'll get you a free $10 yeah. entry for a 5K guaranteed prize pool. Also, check us out on YouTube on Cherry mm-hmm. Picking. Um, if you have any more questions about the contest of the week, uh, the link to the Discord is under all our videos on Cherry Pick and Join. You can ask us right there. Yes. And we will see you guys next week. See ya.